eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, August the 29th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. You can see the Dean, Bill Curlick, is here. It will be a two-man show today. The Grand Poobah himself, Mark Porter, is out in Las Vegas. We thought we were going to get him on the show here. He planned to be on at 6 a.m. West Coast time, and then we got a like a 4 or 40 a.m. Uh, I don't know. He's at the tables, and he's on a winning streak, and he can't leave, so good for Mark. <laughs> It's important to note, though, this show is brought to you by Factor Meals. Factor Meals has been a great sponsor for us. For those of you that don't like to cook and don't have the silly cooking skills that I have and aren't able to just whip up a gourmet meal like that, Factor Meals send you all the great ingredients. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. We were very lucky in that they sent us some of these foods. And I will tell you this, that we have some food snobbery going on in this house. And it passed all muster. Uh, I am one of those people who does not like to eat microwave chicken. And the stuff they sent was so delicious. I was really, really impressed. Um, It really cuts down on your time. And uh, it makes everything very easy. There's nothing really to do. You're just putting the stuff in there. There's really no prep. Uh, You just throw it in the, the microwave. They have every different thing you want. All the delicious stuff. So this August, if you get factor... You get head to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 and use code bucknuts50 to get 50% off. That's code bucknuts50 at factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 to get 50% off. And I'm serious, man. This is good stuff. If the food snobbery was this guy, uh, I'm telling you, it's actually really good. Thankfully, we're not recruiting snobs, Bill, and uh, our Buckeyes are off to a decent uh, role with the new couple of kids they're talking to in 25, but we're going to focus on one guy here. I tell you what, Mika Hanna, there's been some thrust to get him a role on this show. And uh, if that ever was, if someone was going to get it, it would be him. He's got the best questions here. I'm using a new computer today, folks, so you have to bear with me a little bit. But he has asked two great questions, and they were the questions I was going to ask anyway. Okay. Bill, tell us about Brandon Caesar, and do you think Torian Nichols could get a look at safety for us? Brandon Caesar is the most recent Ohioan to earn an offer. Let us know who he is. 
Yeah, he's an interesting guy that, um, that I've talked to before he landed that offer many times. Um, a, a talented kid. He is now pushing six foot five and about 250 pounds, but he didn't play his sophomore season. Basically, he missed the whole season because he fractured his ankle right at the start of the season. Um, that didn't stop a lot of schools from going ahead and offering early. I mean, he's got a nice, a very nice offer list. Uh, it includes Michigan, it includes Alabama, uh, Penn State, um, and on and on, Iowa, so on and so forth. But Ohio State had not offered him. He was at Ohio State's camp uh, the summer before his sophomore season, when again he he, he broke his fractured his ankle, and he performed well. Um, but again, that ankle fracture kind of set things back a little bit. Um, Ohio State has offered his teammate, Marquise Davis, the running back at Cleveland Heights, who is outstanding. Um, Marquise Davis was at Ohio State's camp again this summer. So, so now they've got offers out to both Marquise Davis, who likes Ohio State a lot, and Brandon Caesar, who also likes Ohio State a lot. Um, he had told me he would get back down to Ohio State providing they offered him a scholarship. And sure enough, Larry Johnson did call him the other day and offered a scholarship. He was very happy with it. His family, they like Ohio State a lot. So uh, I went ahead and I've made a crystal ball pick for him to Ohio State. Uh, he's got to get everything taken care of, but I think he will. And um, I like Ohio State's chances with him. He's a kid that um, they're recruiting a little bit more as a defensive end but I think could grow into a defensive tackle as well. But in any event, I think he's a, a really talented prospect that, uh, that um, the high state's now offered. Ryan Nichols. Oh, okay. Yeah. Try and Nichols. Um, they offered him as a cornerback. Um, you know, I, I kind of questioned him as a safety a little bit. He's a speed guy that uh, is really a, an outstanding cover corner. And I think that's most likely what he's going to be in college. Um, could he possibly play safety? I wouldn't rule it out. But um, I will say an interesting discussion with uh, Bryce West on Friday night after his game. He brought up the possibility of playing safety some at Ohio State, which is the first time he's mentioned that to me. Um, he said the Buckeyes have talked to him about uh, a role where he's kind of all over. And that's what he was on Friday night as Cleveland Glenville beat Olden Tangy Liberty. He played a little bit outside corner. He played uh, even more as a nickel inside corner. And he played a lot as a safety. And he said Ohio State has mentioned that role to him that, you know, he could play all over in the Ohio State secondary. And he's a guy that uh, the way – uh, Bryce West hits and the way he plays, I, I could see him playing as a safety for Ohio State. So uh, they do, though, still want another safety in the 2024 class if they can get an Ohio State caliber guy. Let's not move off Glenville. You had a chance to watch and talk to Demarion Witten. Um, maybe not the most high-profile guy in the class, but those Glenville guys – always seem to provide value to the raw. So your thoughts on Damarian, who some view as a tweener. 
Yeah, um, you know, he doesn't play for Glenville as a hand-in-the-dirt traditional tight end. Not at all. He, you know, I'm not sure that uh, that game, I cannot remember right offhand, any point that I saw him line up as a traditional hand-in-the-dirt right next to the tackle tight end. He was split out or he was flexed. Uh, one time he went in motion and kind of was used on a jet sweep type thing. Uh, just didn't line up as a traditional tight end, but uh, he's going to have the size eventually to play that way in college. Um, I think, you know, he's right now he's about 6'4", 215, 220 pounds, but he has a frame that absolutely can grow, could grow into and could be developed into a tight end in the traditional mold, but that's not what he is right now. And that's not the way they've talked about playing him. Uh, after the game, he mentioned again that Ohio State has talked to him about flexing out some, um, uh, lining up in the slot some, and eventually lining up as a traditional tight end some. But uh, they've got that traditional tight end guy in the class already in Max LeBlanc, who, by the way, had a really good game on Friday. I think he caught six passes, had a touchdown in his team's win. Uh, he's the more traditional tight end type guy in the class. And then Damarion Witten is the guy that can be used in a multitude of ways. Let's keep them coming here, Bill. It's like they were listening to us before the show. Diggs Buckeyes, what are our chances with Dominic McKinley? Uh, he hasn't been a guy we've discussed a ton on here. Let the, fe- let the people know who he is and how his schedule is uh, bearing down. Well, by the way, you said before the show, I can't let it go that uh, you mentioned the Grand Poobah and her. Grand Poobahs don't usually start working at 6 a.m. at their time, Good. so... Truth. Las Vegas time. Uh, that's what it is, I think, right now. But there's uh, always, but Bill, with Las Vegas, you always have to factor in the fact that they may not have actually gone to sleep yet. So has he tilted and point. started a new day, or, or is the Grand Poobah just making that an absolute Monday to remember? Um, <laughs> it's probably the latter, given his proclivity for high profile Vegas stakes, but we shall see. Hopefully, he comes back to us. But we'll welcome him back in, providing he does on Thursday, right before all the high school games. And we'll, uh, I'm sure he's going to be at multiple games this weekend and he'll have plenty to uh, uh, regale us with uh, on Thursday and then into Tuesday. So uh, now, as far as Dominic McKinley, um, I was told last night that to to expect his announcement to come at. 3.30 on Friday. He is announcing September 1st on Friday to expect his announcement that that should come at about 3.30 his time, central time. So that would be 4 time, 4.30 our time here in Columbus, Ohio. So that is the expectation right now. You know, we knew it was going to be September 1st, but that's what I was told as far as the time likely to be. Uh, we're, talk, we're talking four schools. We're talking Ohio State. We're talking Texas, Texas A&M, and LSU. Uh, LSU and Texas A&M have not necessarily given up, especially LSU. Um, but I still think this is Texas or Ohio State. Um, I think it's going to be a hard one for Ohio State to win. I'm not saying that they could not somehow pull this one out of the fire, but I think it's going to be, uh, as I see it right now, uh, one that they're going to have to pull out of the fire to win it uh, at this point. And by the way, proximity is important there because um, 
He's got a younger brother that is uh, uh, also going, you know, a player that's going to, his mother's going to want to watch play ball and proximity. If he goes to Texas a little bit closer, obviously than Ohio state is, it would make it a little bit easier for him. Um, again, not to say that it couldn't happen and just the proximity and the NIL and all those things don't necessarily favor Ohio state at this point. I'll tell you what, Texas has really surged in recruiting. We've all seen that. Um, or at least come back to where they were. I'm not saying they're back to Mac Brown levels when they were finishing one or two in recruiting, but there is a lot of pressure on Steve Sarkeesian and Texas to, to appear as a real deal team this year. There are a lot of people picking him for the playoff. I got to see Texas do this to believe it, man. They're, they're a paper tiger to me until, until they show me, I, I guess they've got the talent to do it, but these recruitments could be affected slightly or majorly that's even a word um, based on how the teams perform this season. Keep that in mind. Uh, and, and by he, the way, Dave, you mentioned a little bit on uh, Dominic. I didn't mention he's about a six foot four, six foot five, 290 pound defensive tackle um, from Louisiana. And he's a good one. He's a five-star type kid. Um, he did make official visits to Texas, Ohio state, uh, Texas A&M. He also went to Oklahoma uh, and then LSU, of course, he's been there many times, so they're still working on him. If you heard a little rumble in the sky there, that might have been the late, great Dwayne Long, who when we would start to talk about trying to get guys close to 300 pounds out of Louisiana, his eyes would glass over because he knew it wasn't happening. Let's hope with McKinley we maybe have a little bit of a better shot. Debo Ray really wants to know this, Bill. Believe me, he's asked this question. He's got a little cut and paste action going here. Are we still recruiting Dylan Stewart and KJ Bolden? Dylan Stewart, by the way, and his friendship collegiate teammates played Dunbar High School in D.C. this past weekend. Dylan Stewart was ejected from the game in the first half while getting into a fight, but he's expected to be back next week. Bill, your thoughts on if they're continuing the pursuit of Dylan Stewart and KJ Bolden? who have verbally committed to South Carolina and Florida State, respectively. Well, they're still on the radar, but I, you know, I, I, I don't expect, as things stand right now, uh, that either is going to flip, at least to Ohio State. Uh, K.J. Bolden, Georgia, absolutely, is, is still going uh, after him um, and making every effort to flip him. And I think that um, if he were going to flip, I think that would be the most likely place, to be honest, with Bolden. Um, Stewart, he's pretty entrenched as far as I can tell with mm -hmm. South Carolina. He's got friends there. And, uh, again, they didn't necessarily have the biggest NIL offer on the table, but, um, I, I think he's pretty entrenched there right now. I think it's going to be difficult, not impossible necessarily, but pretty difficult to flip him. Credit to South Carolina. They have doubled down on the DC area. And I know I talk about it a lot, but I've told you guys here, the D.C. players have no allegiance to anybody from a regional perspective because Virginia and Maryland have never really taken over there. Penn State used to own it, and now uh, guys from there go everywhere. If you watch the Good Council St. Ed's game, you saw the Good Council had guys going all over the country. Um, let's ask one more good question here and then get to our next thing. And by the way, Beamers, don't, <laughs> don't underestimate him. Yeah. He, he's done a really nice job there. He has done a good job. Um, 
I'm impressed too, because South Carolina is really one of those jobs. It's almost like the, you know, I don't want to take a shot at another Big Ten team. Not an easy place to win. Um, Michael Tefend asks, do we have a shot at Ernest Willow Jr.? Man, they're on it, Bill. They are. Um, and for those of you that uh, are wondering about Ernest Willer, he is a defensive lineman. Another kid that um, possibly could fit in as a defensive end. I kind of like him more a little bit as a defensive tackle. He's about six foot uh, four and 260 pounds approximately at uh, a kid that, uh, that Ohio State has recruited and did offer early. And he has told me that – in all likelihood, he will make an official visit to Ohio State. So as long as they can get him on campus and uh, he makes an official visit, um, yeah, I would say they're in on him as, as long as, again, an official visit is made. Which, by the way, we do now know Jordan Seaton is going to make his official visit to Ohio State the weekend of the Maryland game. We had talked about that, and that had not 100%. He had said he was going to make an official visit. That was for sure but he wasn't sure exactly what date that would be. And it will be the weekend of the Maryland game. And he is a kid that they would really like to bring into the class. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to read one more ad here, and then we're going to go into, go into depth on Jordan Seaton. Because people, we we have a deal here that made me way more popular in my household because my the one child I have remaining who's not in college is a huge fan of Piata. Hey there, Bucknutters. Are you ready to indulge in some mouth-watering Italian street food while cheering on our beloved Buckeyes? If you're looking for the ultimate game day feast, look for no further than Piata Italian street food. It's time to elevate your tailgate experience with Piata's delicious pastas, Piatas, and salads. Options include tender pasta cooked to perfection, tossed in rich, flavorful sauces. Whether you're a fan of classic marinara or creamy carbonara, Piata's got you covered. <coughs> now that we made you hungry, we are offering you, the listener and the viewer, I might add, an exclusive online-only discount. This week only, you can receive a free Piata pasta or salad with the purchase of a regular entree. Use code GOBUCKS. G-O-B-U-C-K-S at checkout online or in the Piata One app to receive a buy one, get one, any Piata pasta or salad. This offer is valid through September 3rd. Use code GOBUCKS at checkout online or within the Piata One app 
This offer cannot be combined with other discounts or rewards. Go Buckeyes and go Piata. That's legit. I'm telling you. Uh, I've already used that with my son, and he is psyched. Now, Bill, Jordan Seaton. He is a D.C. area native, played at St. John's Collegiate. No longer St. John's Military, as I was reprimanded appropriately here. <laughs> St. John's Collegiate is in the WCAC. Um, you've heard us talk about it a lot here. Uh, good counsels in the WCAC. DeMatha is in the WCAC. Good counsel. Lost to St. Ed's over the weekend. DeMatha beat Springfield 35-7. to um, And you consider, you know, Ed's and Springfield are as good as it gets in Ohio, so that's a good measure of that. Gonzaga is in the WCAC. That's Caleb Williams' alma mater. St. John's is in there. Uh, this is where Rakeem Jarrett went. Um, it is a good school for football. Now, Jordan Seaton went there. Ohio State, we thought he, we had him. Bridges, we thought were burned. Apparently not. He's now at IMG. Here's my question. He is being recruited ostensibly as a guard. I watched him play over the weekend and he looks like a left tackle to me. He was playing left tackle for IMG. I've heard some other recruiting people say they believe at the end of this recruiting process, he will be among the top three or four left tackles in terms of projections. Um, his recruitment has been a little screwy in that he's only taken one official visit. And I believe he has six official visits scheduled for the fall so he's going to get to a chance to go to Hawaii on frequent flyer miles after his visit stretch here. I, as we know, the rules on the five official visits, that's gone the way of the dodo. So he will be on the road consistently here. He is a big, impressive, physical-looking dude. Um, at least from the look test, he passes, Bill. Yeah, Um when he started talking about making six or seven official visits and he is at IMG now, they play a, an aggressive traveling schedule. They play some Fridays. They play some, I thought, how in the world? Well, he's still planning to make those six or seven, maybe even seven official visits, at least six. As you mentioned, Dan, he's going to take advantage. So um, it looks like he's going to be able to do that or going to figure out a way, going to get those visits in. Um yeah, he's been to Alabama. You mentioned it, Dan. That's the only official visit he's taken right now. He's got Ohio State. He's got South Carolina scheduled, uh, Florida scheduled. You know, he's got quite the list. Um, I guess the thing that worries me a little bit right now from a high State standpoint is that if you look at his list of schools, it's predominantly uh, schools in the South. Um, and he is now, you know, in Florida. I would say that uh, South Carolina and Florida absolutely don't sleep on those two. But as you mentioned, Dan, at one point, Ohio State looked to be in pretty good shape with him. So we'll see what happens. I think it's just it's going to come down to official visits and how those go, and he plans to take them. And he is, by the way, I totally agree with you, Dan. I see this guy as an elite left tackle. I was yep. talking to a source very familiar with him, and they said he's as good as it gets, really, in their opinion, when it – when it comes to offensive line prospects out there this year. I was very impressed. Um, if I've been more impressed with an offensive lineman, it's probably Brandon Baker, which brings me to brass tacks who isn't feeling it with Jordan Seaton brass tacks. As of right now, our chances of getting Jordan Seaton slim and none, but that can change after his visit. 
it seems our chances are better with Baker in regards to offensive line. I'm not sure I agree with that, Bill. I actually think Jordan Seaton. I'm not going to say I think they'll get him because, like you said, there's so much to go through right now. But I do think the fact that they were in such good shape with him at one point, like at one point I really did think he was going to be part of the class, that I just think they'll have a better shot at him there. Brandon Baker obviously would be – it would be an incredible get for Justin Fry. I think it would not only be the addition of a tremendous prospect, and I think most people think the number one offensive tackle in the country, but it would be such a big win. It would be on the West Coast. But – um it does seem like that oil money in Texas is kind of greasy, Bill. I would say that uh, with both of these kids, I they are unpredictable. And I've said for quite some time, Brandon Baker is unpredictable. And Jordan Seaton, <laughs> anyone that wants to predict exactly where he's going right now, good luck. So I think I, I don't know that I would agree with that person because I think both of them are unpredictable. Right. I think either could end up at Ohio state at this point. Uh, there's no Steve. Wynn. I thought that I had paid premium for YouTube to not have ads, this show's free, my friend. Uh, there's no getting out of it. We all need to make a buck. All right. Let's see here. Let's ask some more questions. This, this is a really good point. Tom Ridley coming through Thomas Ridley. You have to understand that there may be a difference in how you recruit a public school player versus a WCAC player. Two different beasts. Tom Ridley, did you ever play option quarterback at Oakton High School? Did you replace the great Buddy Teshner? And were you then replaced by, what is North Turner's son's name? Scott Turner. And then I think you went to the Naval Academy. So you're talking D.C. It might be you, Tom. You were a stud. Uh, also, by the way, if it's you, Tom Ridley, you lost your mind in a basketball game one time and got thrown out. And I thought you were going to have to be arrested. But anyway, uh, he's right. The WCAC, so those teams play a ridiculous schedule. Let's take DeMatha and Good Counsel as an example. DeMatha, well, Good Counsel, who played St. Ed's and came, they only played two public schools on their schedule all season long. One is against Freedom in Woodbridge, Virginia, which is a state champion, and one in Orlando. So they are mostly playing private school powerhouses. So for um, they're not afraid of anybody, but he's right. The WCAC players, the guys in D.C., those are almost all all-star teams, and they have no allegiance. I'm telling you. Go look at where D.C. guys go to school. It is all over the map. Now, I say that to set this up. Jordan Seaton is not an SEC guy. He's an IMG guy. There's a big difference. Now, I, I do realize D.C. guys tend to matriculate south, but I don't think there's any hold on Jordan Seaton to, you know, any SEC school over Ohio State. So they definitely have a good shot at getting him. So, uh, Tom Ridley, hope that's you. Um, Bill, what's the latest on Bo Jackson, the running back from St. Ed's? I don't seem to see him playing running back for St. Ed's that much. Uh, now he's at St. Joe. I'm sorry, St. Joe's. Um, and he did last year. I went and saw him play, and so did Mark. Both Mark and I saw him play, and both, uh, if I remember correctly, we were at different games, um, seeing him play. And uh, he was really dinged up a lot last year, and um, that 
kind of contributed to the night I saw him. He was coming off injury and he played some running back, but he only carried the ball maybe four, five times that game. Uh, he played some safety. He played some linebacker. Ohio State is recruiting him as a running back, and he can be dynamic. I mean, he's a glider. Um, you know, he doesn't look necessarily like he's going that fast. Then he runs by guys. I, I like him as a running back, and um, uh, you know, I think he's got a lot of talent. I watched him when he was at Ohio State. He he's a very talented kid, and he's got nice size six one, six one and a half, over two hundred pounds. Kid, I really like talent wise. Yeah, uh, Mark Porter has said they may even see him as a linebacker at some point, so can't beat that body type. BM5 Edits, great name. What's the word on Booker Pickett Jr., Bill? Uh, for those who don't know, Booker Pickett Jr., Floridian, nephew, I believe, of Ryan Pickett. Um, I did the whole nephew, K.J. Bolden, Perry Eliano thing, and that didn't work out at all, so... We'll see what familial familial vibes exist. Booker Pickett, your thoughts, Bill? Right, he's continuing to say he wants to make an official visit, plans to make and will make an official visit to Ohio State, he continues to say. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily – I would not pick him right now to Ohio State, uh, providing the visit, the official visit happens. You know, we, we'll see then. But right now I would not pick him to Ohio State. Um, and to be honest – you know, a lot of a lot of talk about where Ohio State is focusing on right now. Their biggest focus right now is at offensive tackle number one, Seton or Baker. That's a priority right now. Safety actually is a pretty big priority right now. Now that they get another safety in this class, uh, even though again Bryce West, maybe he can play safety at Ohio State. Maybe he does. But those are actually the, the focus areas right now um, that I think that they're making the biggest pitch for at this point. Booker Pickett's an interesting guy. Um, he's undersized edge rusher at this point, so I don't know what they project him for. Um, ironically, the last Floridian they took that was just an edge guy who was undersized or too light was a guy named Ryan Shazier. And uh, he turned out okay. I don't think Pickett has the same kind of linebacker future, but we shall see. Bill, we will finish with this. Mike Schaefer, do you foresee Brian Hartline having recruiting success for offensive positions beyond wide receiver? Obviously, Hartline has expanded his duties, is now the offensive coordinator. And recruiting-wise, he's not just on a run that's this epic that we've talked about. Alabama and Georgia and some of those schools are struggling to get great wide receiver rooms and Ohio state is too deep. So um, it's not just like he's doing this in a vac in a vacuum. He's doing this against great competition. And uh, I have never seen any recruiter work a position over a three or four year stretch like this with these kind of results, both on the field and in the draft. Is it possible bill that that could translate to other positions with Hartline on top? He said that he's going to, um, and he has been working uh, to help recruit other positions at Ohio State. So, yeah, I, I think you know, if you're a good recruiter, you are a good recruiter. And he's not only a good recruiter, he's a great recruiter. So I think that he will help with other positions. But I, I still think that it, when it comes down to it, 
you know, Justin Fry, for instance, on the offensive line, he's going to be the one that uh, uh, drives the car, so to speak. He may get help uh, some from Brian Hartline, but he's going to be ultimately driving the car at that position. Same thing um, at, at other positions. Um, it, it, it's the position coach first and foremost, and the head coach. But I think Brian Hartline will help out. He will be a factor. We get a lot of questions here, and I'll finish it with this uh, about Jeremiah Smith and uh, whether he will end up at Ohio State. He's certainly helping keep the twenty four seven Sports Network afloat. Um, <laughs> there's been more copy written about the guy who's already committed than maybe any other recruit we've ever seen. Brian Hartline was on this show and said, if he's at Ohio state, Jeremiah Smith will be there. We talked about giving the benefit of the doubt to Ryan day when it comes to quarterbacks. I don't know what you got to give Brian Hartline when it comes to wide receivers, but um, I will take my guy's word for it. And I'm expecting Jeremiah Smith to be a Buckeye if Brian Hartline is here. So I wouldn't worry about that people. Um, you should be more worried about the fact that the Penn State and Michigan sites are making a real push at getting more subscribers for their YouTube page than we are. If you are still watching the show or listening right now, you are a true bucknutter and you need to be subscribed. Podcast, the YouTube page, whatever. Please hit the subscribe button. When you do that, the pod gets delivered to you. You get the Dean and Thursday you'll get the Dean and Mark Porter provided he has a pee to piss in as he comes back from Vegas. We hope he's uh, financially secure and the fam is happy. But uh, we will be back on Thursday. We will dive heavy into more recruiting, but we'll also take a look at what's going on in Ohio this weekend. And we will get Bill and Mark to give their predictions on the Buckeyes at the Hoosiers this Saturday. We have real football coming. It's going to be tremendous. We appreciate the Dean doing double duty today. Have a good one, Bucknutters. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.